Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. Brought to you by Blue Sky Business Consulting. We discuss five questions in about 15 minutes. Hello again, everyone. We are excited to have you join us for another episode of the Team Engagement Podcast. I am very excited to welcome all the way from New Jersey. This is Johnny Walker. He is the CEO of Hollow Sale Technologies. Johnny, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join us on the podcast. What would you like the audience to know about Hollow Sale Technologies? Uh, Hollow Sale Technologies, we uh, pride ourselves in data protection, privacy, um, our constitutional right of uh, your First Amendment of uh, freedom of speech, and your Fourth Amendment right of privacy. Um, we have advanced technologies that protect your privacy and have a full suite of applications that can be used to uh, uh, not automate humans out of the process, but take those advanced technologies and automate humans back into the process of business, logistics, and secure communications. Oh, I like that. It's becoming a bigger and bigger issue, isn't it? With everything going on with technology, we've got to keep things secure. But, but we definitely do, and we definitely need to to make sure that we don't divide uh, uh, the economic status of this country any more than it already has been. Yeah, good point. Good point. All right. Well, let's get started with the questions. And our first question, Johnny, as you've been growing the business, is there a challenge that you've overcome that you're especially proud of? Um, that is a trick question, Sean. <laughs> it is a trick question. I don't know if anybody else has said that, but it's definitely a trick question because there is, it is a constant work in progress. There is constant challenges, um, from becoming a startup, uh, bootstrapped to, you know, developing then to gaining customers and to growing customers. There's always uh, a constant um, challenge. But I would say the biggest thing um, to overcome, uh, there's two, two biggest things. One is doubt. Um, mm -hmm. At the very beginning, uh, you're going to have a great idea. There's thinkers and doers. Now, if you become a thinker and a doer, you're going to start people around you. Oh, you can't do that. You're not, you know, the big guys are never going to let you get away with it. You know, this, that you're, you're going to have pe friends and family that are going to say no. You're going to have, when you first start looking for investors, it's just rejection after rejection. And then you start to self-doubt. Um, when you overcome that doubt, once you realize, hey, you know what, we've done this, you'll you'll find, if you let that doubt go and you just let everything go and you say, you know what, I believe in myself, I believe in my team. The next thing you know, you have investors. The next thing you know, you have R&D. Next thing you know, you have product. Next thing you know, you have you have customers. The second thing is the sacrifice and balance. A lot of people don't realize how much you have to put into this, how many bedtimes you're going to miss, how many baseball games you're going to miss, how, how how many late nights you're going to have where your wife has to watch Netflix upstairs and have tea and you don't get to have a cup of tea with her because you're on a meeting with somebody. Um, so you have to find that balance, that life balance. And that's a constant struggle um, because uh, with business, uh, with all businesses, hot and cold, you know, um, and to me, those would probably be the two most, the hardest challenges that you have to learn to overcome. And like I said, just like the sacrifice and balance, it's the same thing. You almost have to just let yourself go. Um, let it go and, and, and move forward and do the best you can and strive to be the best person you can every day and, and, and learn from your mistakes. 
those are awesome responses. I really appreciate those because yeah, there's some there's some challenges as you're growing a business, and doubt is certainly one of them. But I also like what you said about the, that that balance. And I don't know that anybody ever strikes that balance perfectly, but uh, as close to that as we can get. But you're right; it's always always moving and changing. Always moving and changing. Always, it's it's uh it's like a balance balance beam on a windy day. Yeah, yeah. Constant adjustments. Very good. All right. Question number two. As a leader of a, either a company or a, even a team within the company, how do you help your employees with creativity? So that's a, that's a, another trick question. <laughs> I love the questions. <laughs> um, now, making creativity with your employees. Um, first of all, I don't consider myself anybody that works for me an employee. I consider myself their employee. Um uh, I am there for them. It's not the other way around. Um, uh, uh, as a CEO, a lot of people, you know, you have to remove the ego. If you take the ego out of I'm the CEO and you and you give them a blank canvas and you say, this is your medium to paint with. These are the different colors you have to work with. This is what we need to accomplish. But it's your masterpiece. And each person on the team has their own blank canvas in different colors. And then you bring those canvases together and you show how this beautiful masterpiece can come together. Um, and you give them that freedom, you give them that space and you guide them along the way. Um, you'll find, uh, I mean, I literally have to force my team not to work on Christmas and they'll still like text me on Christmas Eve. Well, can I do this and this? And I'm like, no, it's Christmas. Take the day off. Um, and, and that's generally how I've done it. And uh, that makes people passionate about their work because they feel that freedom and they feel that create and they love their next thing you know, it's not work anymore. It's 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 a passion. Oh, yeah. And I, I love your your analogy or your illustration of, of the canvas. You provide the colors. And kind of the guidelines, if you will, but then let their creativity fall into place. And when people can exercise that, I just I love the innovation, the problem solving, all those really good things that come out of creativity. And uh, just uh, yeah, wonderful answers. Really appreciate that. All right, question number three: How can the the boss or the team leader also help their employees learn to trust each other? That's actually goes back to question number two in a way. Um, when you bring all those ideas together, um, well, let me back up once, one second here. Uh, you hear a lot about corporate culture and I've worked for other company, large companies. I've been in, you know, management positions and it's company culture, company culture, and they even have shirts and, you know, this is our values. And we at Holosol Technology, we don't have a culture. What we have is a family. We we know each other's kids' names. We we help each other out even when it's not work related. Any one of my employees know they can call me and be like, Johnny, um, you know, I had a panic attack yesterday because my car broke down, whatever. And it, it, that to me, um, the this whole you know company culture, company culture. And in reality, those employees are just waiting for that five o'clock to hit so they can leave. And when they leave, they're not they're not calling their boss asking them if they can work on on Christmas. 
right? So that's how it goes back to question number two, right? If you give them that freedom and you give them that passion, it's no longer work. And it also opens up the door for them to, to not feel like it's a company culture, but they're part of something bigger. Um, and, and when you know that you're part of something bigger and it's not just about yourself and you're not just waiting for that five o'clock to click, um, it's something that you enjoy. Uh, you know, obviously we talked about balance. I do enjoy spending time with my kids and there's times that I wish I was with them other than meeting, you know, meetings and, you know, you know, emails and everything else. But at the end of the day, I do enjoy what I do and my employees enjoy what they do and my team enjoys what they do. And, and like I said, I'm their employee and, and that's pretty much the way I keep it. And, uh, we have, I, I mean, we literally call each other brothers and sisters, you know, nice. um, it's to that point, like, uh, yeah, I would have to leave it at that. I, I'm not sure if there's any other way to answer that for, well, for I, our I company. It. I think that's fantastic. It's, it's uh, the, the illustration of a family about, Hey, we're together. And uh, just like in a family, you're going to have different personalities. You're going to have different people that think a little bit differently for whatever reason, whatever background, whatever upbringing. And if you can create that family atmosphere, those differences are welcome. Those differences are appreciated and valued. And I, I just, I think that's a fantastic way to look at it. Even, even to the point where you're addressing each other as brother and sister, or at least you're thinking of, your, of, each, of each other that way. I think that's great. So well done to create a, a culture like that. Well, question number four, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, Johnny, I'm sure that, that once in a great while, maybe not very often, but once in a great while, there's a there's a setback or even what we might term a failure that you've encountered. Is there something that uh, maybe has happened or maybe you've got an experience that you could share where perceived failure was turned into a win? So I would say, uh, again, a trick question. <laughs> um, business and life in general, you're going to have tons of failures. Um, you're going to have more failures than you're going to have victories. It, that's just life. Um, you're not going to win all the time. Um, uh, you know, not everybody goes home with a trophy. Um, so I think it's more of a mindset. Uh, this I have to probably contribute to my my time in the United States Marine Corps. Uh, they definitely teach you um, uh, to overcome obstacles. And now that I'm, you know, a, out of the Marine Corps for quite a while. Uh, I'm also an, a 9-11 first responder. Um, so I, I, I experienced some pretty um, traumatic things in the past. Um, one thing I did learn, it took a long time to learn, uh, but after a while, if you surround yourself with the right people and you get in the right mindset, you'll realize that if you can flip the narrative and say, it's not a failure, it's a lesson, you'll learn that there's no such, there are no such things as obstacles. There's only, an obstacle is an opportunity. Same as a failure is an opportunity. Yes. And what we've found, um, sometimes we've had to make pivots because of the economy, COVID, et cetera. And uh, if you, oh no, you know, we got to throw this canvas out. If no, save the canvas add a color. And the next thing you know, when COVID's over, you have something even stronger. Yes. Um, 
And uh, so I, I coined the phrase and I've, I've heard people say it in the past. There is no obstacles. There's only opportunities to learn. And then I'm going to quote a good friend of mine. I call him Navy SEAL Will, William Brom. He's uh, uh, a, a, a good guy. He does coaching and he owns a CBD uh, company. Um, and he says, you know, stack up those small victories and those small victories will turn into a large success. And, um, you know, I can't, I can't take credit for that one. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that witty. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a Marine, not a Navy SEAL. So uh, I'll leave it at that. You know, great comments. And you're absolutely right. that It really does come down to mindset. It comes down to kind of the attitude about looking at even setbacks, like something is as huge as the pandemic was, um, affected everybody in a different way. But that resilience that's necessary to be able to bounce back from things and to see them as opportunities, even before or during the the challenge, you know that's yeah. what's that's where the, that's where the mindset of an entrepreneur and a leader really comes through, in my view. So great. Well, sometimes you don't know it's a failure until you're halfway through it, and right. you're like, oh boy, this is well, uh, you know knee deep in mud, and you're like, uh oh. <laughs> that's exactly right. Exactly right. Well, let's go on to the last question here. Question number five. Johnny, tell us a little bit about your first job. So I I live in New Jersey. Um, I'm not from New Jersey. I grew up in Ohio. Uh, my family had a horse ranch. So my technically, my first job was working the horse ranch, but I never got paid for it. My first real paid job was working on a, on a produce farm, picking beans and tomatoes. Um, and... Uh, that was my first, and then I had a friend, my my sister's friend had a cattle ranch. If I got lucky, I, they paid better. And if uh, one of the cow hands were out, they, I was pretty good at roping and riding and they would let right. me come over and earn a couple extra bucks. Well, that's so that cool. My first job is uh, working on the farms and, and ranching. Well, you grew up in uh, outdoor environments then. Your first jobs were all outdoors. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the Marine Corps was kind of a natural, uh, tra you know, trans. Yeah, wasn't yep. so hard for me to uh, <laughs> move into that role. Huh? No, I was just uh, having a shotgun and a and a, and a rifle. So <laughs> only funny. only I was on a horse instead of a Humvee. <laughs> well, that yeah, it goes a little faster, it's a little sturdier, I imagine. <laughs> so, yeah. Than the horse, so. And by the way, before I forget, I know I mentioned this before we started the recording, but I wanted to, to mention all of, to everyone again that we we appreciate Johnny's service in our military and the Marine Corps. That's uh, val valuable and very important to me personally. But uh, we wanted to thank you as well for your service. So uh, honor and privilege, no need for thanks. Honor. Well, thank you. All right, and Johnny, thank you again for taking time out of your very busy schedule to jump on the podcast with us. How can people find you? Um, you can find me if you Google me on, on LinkedIn. I have a pretty decent following. It's uh John Walker, not Johnny on LinkedIn. Um, Hollow Cell Tech. Uh, and you can also go to holoselltech.com. It's H O L O tech.com or saletech.com. Um, and you can go to Get Haven now, Haven, not Heaven. Um, we have a suite of online products there that are all super cyber secure uh, the best the best cyber secure you can get um if you uh are tired of dealing with um the traditional social media that's stealing your data and pumping you full of advertisements right right very good all right so give us that website address one more time h-o-l-o-s-a-i-l tech.com perfect very good 
All right. Well, thanks again. And thanks everyone for joining us every week on the Team Engagement Podcast. We wish everyone a great day. Thank you. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. We also invite you to follow or subscribe to our podcast wherever you may be listening or watching. Is your business thriving? Go to tbs-score.com to find out. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day.